me. I mean, I've got to be pretty much dying if I miss church. <laughs> as long as they can wheel me in on a gurney, I'll try and be here. Amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. And it's so good to see everyone that is here today. Good to have all our visitors with us. I want to give honor to Pastor Nye today. We're so glad that you're with us today. God bless you, Pastor Sister. So glad you're here. Amen. And we've got many visitors here this morning, and it's so great. I don't know if you're coming or going or where you're off to, but we're glad that you are here today in God's house. Amen. Amen, amen. And if you are from Cairns and you live in Cairns, then make this your home church because this is where God is on Sunday. Amen. God's presence is here. Lives can be changed here. Amen. Chains can be broken here in church, in God's house. Amen. And so it's so good to see everyone that is here this morning. Well, I'm excited today. We've got something a little bit different. You might have noticed I pulled the pulpit down a little bit because this morning, Sister Saru is going to come and minister to for us. And I'm excited about that. Amen. And we know that she's marrying our brother Barner in a couple weeks' time. And uh, I get to do the wedding, which is exciting. Amen. Weddings are good. I like weddings. They're so much better than funerals. <laughs> and much more fun. Amen. And so we've got some weddings coming up too, which is amazing. And Sister, Sister Saru is our home missionary in uh, Central Australia, and she does a great work out there, and she has seen God's hand move, she has seen Him work, and I believe that God is going to work through her today. Okay, well that was me and a couple of other people. I believe God's going to do something today. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. So Sister Saru, why don't you come? I believe Brother Barner is going to come sing a song as well, so I don't know if you want to send him up first or... Amen. But I'm excited. Let's get behind our preacher this morning. Praise the Lord, everybody. That's not everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. One more time. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The only name that we know. The powerful name, the healing name, the restoring name, the delivering name, the saving name, the only name that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. You have Jesus, you have all. You don't have Jesus, you have nothing. Zero. You don't have Jesus, you have zero. But when you have Jesus... You have everything. Because Jesus is everything. Amen. Before I preach today, I've asked Pastor if uh, Brother Barna can bring out a song. Praise the Lord. Who do the people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. Peter said, Thou art Christ. 
Who did the people say the time? Who do you say the time? The answering said, John the Baptist. But some say, Elijah in others said, that one of the old prophets has risen again. Who do the people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. Peter said, Thou art Christ. Who do the people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. Peter said, Thou art Christ. Who did the people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Amen. Amen. That's a question. Praise the Lord. A personal question from Jesus. Whom do the people say? Praise the Lord that I, the Son of Man, am. And the disciples answered him. Some say that you are Elias. Some say that you are Jeremiah. Some say that you are John the Baptist. And Jesus gave them a very personal question, Brother Stan. But that's what the people said. Because they've been talking with the people. And the people responded to them, this is what we think he is. Jeremiah, one of the prophets, right? John the Baptist. That's what the people told the disciples. The personal question comes to the disciple from their master who they've been following, who they've been following and fellowshipping with, praise the Lord, three and a half years. He asked them a personal question. That's what people said. But whom do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? So the question that Jesus is asking all of us today at Hope Divine, who do you say individually? Brother Kenneth, who do you say that I am? I'm asking us, every one of us in this church today, the question is, do we really know Jesus? 
this morning, we sang about Jesus this morning. Praise the Lord. But the question this morning I'm asking us as my title, do we really know Jesus? You see, we can be walking with Jesus all these years. I've been walking with Jesus 45 years. That's a long time. Jesus is asking me today, who do you say that I am? It's asking me too. Not only you, he's asking the preacher too this day. Praise the Lord. We can be walking with him. We can be preaching about him. We can pray for people in his name. But do we really know who Jesus is? Do we really know? Because all of us need to know who Jesus is. Don't know Jesus from somebody else. You've got to know him. You've got to have the revelation of who Jesus is. Knowing Jesus is a revelation. Jesus has to reveal himself to you and to me. When you have the revelation of who Jesus is, then you will love him. Knowing, when you know who Jesus is, you will love him. Because you cannot love somebody that you do not know. Is that true, pastor? You cannot love somebody if you do not know that person. You need to know the person in order for you to love him. And when you love Jesus, you will obey Jesus. When you love Jesus, you will obey Jesus. And when you obey Jesus, you will keep his commandment. In John 14, if you love me, keep my commandment. That's what Jesus is telling us today as the body of Christ. And when you keep his commandments, you'll find out that you will bear fruit. Praise the Lord. It starts off with knowing and loving. Praise the Lord. And obeying, keeping his commandment, and then fruit. They asked Jesus, how do we know them? Jesus said, by their fruit, you shall know them. Praise the Lord. All of us need to bear the fruit of having a relationship with Jesus. Because if we say we have a relationship with Jesus and we don't bear his fruit, we're lying to ourselves. Praise the Lord. Jesus wants to have a relationship with you and with me. It's a relationship that connects you to him. Praise the Lord. Because all we need is in him. Every goodness that we need is in Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's all in him. All in him. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. For in him, in who? In Jesus dwelleth all, all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Not a quarter. No, not one eighth, not half. The fullness of God dwells in Jesus. That's why my title today, Do We Really Know 
Jesus. Because the fullness of God is in him. When you know Jesus, you know God. When you know Jesus, you know the creator of the universe. When you know Jesus, you know the only Savior. When you know Jesus, you know the Alpha and Omega. When you know Jesus, you know the line of the tribe of Judah. When you know Jesus, you know what love is because Jesus is love. Carabondo. Jesus is love. Jesus is everything. Jesus is all that we need. If you're struggling with your life this morning, you're struggling with your relationship with God, you need to know who God is. You need to know who God is. In the outback in Central Australia, you need to know who Wapira is. God is Wapira. You need to know who Wapira is. You can say, or I can say, I've been living for God all these years. But do we really know who God is? Do we really know? Because if we really know who Jesus is, we will not jump sheep. Because if we know who Jesus is, we will not turn around and go back. Because if we know who Jesus is, we will fall in love with him. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. You need to know your Jesus. You're claiming that he is your Jesus. But you need to know him. Need to know him. You see, I left the conference. I came here. Praise the Lord. Because I'm getting married very soon in three weeks to this lovely gentleman, Brother Barna. So I want to spend coffee time with him. I want to go out to restaurants. I want to have chats. Everything that I can find out, explore, I told him. I said, I'm exploring you, sir. I want to know everything about you before I married you. Because if you go off the track, hmm, good question. Praise the Lord. You see, that's why I came to Cairns after the conference, Brother Stan, because I want to explore this brother of who he said that he is. Right? He said he's a Christian. He said he loves God. He said he loves prayer and everything. Praise the Lord. That's the same with God. You can explore God for yourself in your own time. You can know God for yourself. In your free time, we waste a lot of our time exploring our telephone. Aha, uh -huh. everybody's quiet. We spend a lot of time exploring our telephone. Who calls me? Who messages me? What's a new thing on Facebook? And blah, blah, blah. But instead, we're spending time with the one who saved us. Because the more you spend time with Jesus, the more you become like him. You want to become like Jesus? 
Spend more time with Jesus. Read his word. Pray all the time. Seek his face. Praise the Lord. We need to do that all the time if we want to know who he is. We can say, oh yeah, I know Jesus is God. Yeah, you can say that to me. Sister Salah, I know Jesus is God. You can say all of that. But God sees your heart. The manifestation of our love for Jesus will manifest on the outward. Of what we do. Of our action. Praise the Lord. Our relationship with God will say that. Because if we say we know Jesus and we bear a different fruit, which Jesus are we serving today? Praise the Lord. Because there's a lot of Jesuses in the world today. Yeah. Come to me. Listen to what I have to say. I have a lot of that that come to Nirupi. Praise the Lord. Even the kids in Nirupi, I taught them to know who Jesus is. When Jehovah Witness come there, when Seven Days comes there, when Assemblies of God comes there, when Catholics comes there, they go to the kids first before they get to the parents. The kids will tell them, Pastor, no, we believe only one God and his name is Jesus. That's all they need to say. What did they do? They walk away. They start off with the kids first. So you teach the kids in Sunday school who Jesus is. You drive that to their mind, to their heart. They will never go wrong. Train up a child in the way that he should go. Proverbs 22.5. When he is old, he will not depart from it. You planted that in the mind of your child or your grandchild. It will never go away from that. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10 and 11. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10 and 11. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me. Listen to that. That you may know and believe me. In other words, Jesus wants you to know him. He wants to have a relationship with you. He said he has chosen you. You are his witnesses. He brought you and me out from where we were to where we are this morning so that we can know him. Praise the Lord. He wants to have a relationship with us. And he said, you may know and believe me and understand that I am he, that I am God, that I am the Savior. Praise the Lord. That I am the healer. There's no one beside me. Praise the Lord. And then he said, before me, there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. God only know himself. Brother Gara, he looks on the left, he looks in the front, the right, he looks back. He doesn't know any other God. So why do we have 
to serve two or more gods. When God doesn't know any other God. There's no other God beside me, Jesus said. Praise the Lord. He is the only God. He is the only Savior. He is the only Alpha and Omega. He is the only one. Praise the Lord. And I'm amazed with some of us that turn their back on God. Not on the church, on God. They turn their back on God and go back to where God brought them out from. You know why they turn back? They do not know who Jesus is. Because when you know him, you will love him. You will fall in love with him. You will embrace him. You can't live without him. You will say to yourself, Lord, I cannot live without you. I cannot survive in this world. I cannot do anything without you. Jesus said in John 15, 5, without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. We can do nothing. We cannot preach. We cannot teach. We cannot sing an anointed chorus. Whatever we do without Jesus, we can't do anything. So why we boast about ourselves? I do this and this happens. Pastor taught us this morning in Sunday school about pride. Praise the Lord. Why do we boast ourselves with what we do when we have Jesus that does everything? Jesus does everything. Jesus teaches people. Jesus delivers people. Jesus saved people. Jesus did everything. Praise the Lord. We can't do anything without him. God wants you to know him. Is that your desire this morning to know who Jesus is? That's my desire still today. 45 years in the Lord, I still desire to know him more. Because the more I know him, the more I love him, the more I will keep his commandments and I will stick with Jesus for the rest of my life. Is that your desire today? Praise the Lord. To love Jesus. You can. Anybody can love Jesus. Anybody. It's your choice. Jesus is reaching out this morning to somebody. I do not know your heart. I do not see what's in your heart, but he does. Somebody in the house needs to know Jesus. In good times, in bad times. In good times, in bad times. Don't just know Jesus in good times. You've got to know Jesus in the bad times. Because when things aren't going right, praise the Lord, in your life, in your family, in your children, in your work, at your school, everything, when things aren't going the way you think it will be, you have Jesus there. They that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why God has given us a name. His name. Not just anybody's name. Not the Prime Minister of Australia's name. Not your own father's name. Not anybody else's name. God's name. He gave us his own name. Praise the Lord. I love that song, I Speak Jesus. Today, 
I speak Jesus. We need to speak Jesus more than we speak to everything else or everybody else. You need to speak more to Jesus. Praise the Lord. That the more you speak to Jesus, the more you will know him. Praise the Lord. All the time I see this girl, I thank God for her. All the time. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Mella. Hallelujah. So God wants you and me to know him. He said, beside me there is no savior. We'll go to doctors. Yes, we thank God for the doctors. Because they will reveal to us what's wrong with the body. They are the doctors of the body, but not of the spirit. Praise the Lord. So he shows us what's wrong with the body. We take that to Jesus. Because he is the chief physician. Praise the Lord. He is the chief physician. Praise the Lord. He is all in all. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 17. Jesus asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Verse 14, And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Right? And then he came, as I said before, with that personal question. I'm bringing it to you again. Verse 15, and he said unto them, But whom say you that I am? Verse 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Knowing Jesus of who he is, it has to be a revelation. God himself has to reveal himself to you. So right there and then, God revealed himself to Peter of who he is. Standing right there. They're spending time with Jesus, but Jesus wants to know their heart. Do you really know who you're following? Do you really know who you're sitting under? Do you really know your pastor's heartbeat? Do you really? Or we just come to church and gather and go back home. Do you really know your pastor's heartbeat? Praise the Lord. We need to have that. If we know Jesus, we will know our pastor's heartbeat. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody say amen if you believe that. Amen, amen, and amen. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's why I ask, do you really know who Jesus is? Praise the Lord. Do you really know this morning? When you're sick, when you're laying in bed, do you really know who Jesus is? When you have nothing to eat on the table, do you really know who Jesus is? He is the provider of your need. Paul said, my God, my God shall supply with all of your need according to his riches in glory. Do you know who really Jesus is when you run out of money, when you have your last cent in the bank? Do you really know who Jesus is? I know who Jesus is because the Bible tells me that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. 
Pastor, just want to tell you today, the earth, the money, everything belongs to the Lord. This is your need, sir. Amen. He saw the need of this church. That personal question we need to every now and then ask ourselves. Do I really know who Jesus is? Do I really know him? Jesus answered and said unto him, unto Peter, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee. Praise the Lord. But my Father, which is in heaven. Revelation has to come from God for you to know who Jesus is. Because if you haven't got the revelation yet, you need to seek the Lord for him to give you the revelation of who he is. You need to have that. Praise the Lord. And especially when you have the Holy Ghost in you, the Holy Ghost will witness to you. Praise the Lord. Because we cannot understand who Jesus is, praise the Lord, by our own spirit. You need the Holy Ghost in you for him to reveal himself to you. For you to be sensitive to his voice when he speaks to you. So knowing Jesus is a revelation. We cannot love someone oh, until we get to know that person. We spend time. We go out together, go and have lunch and go and have coffee. Brother Barner took me for drive nearly every day. Every day. Because he knows. He said, what's that word that you always use? I said, explore. He said, I'm taking you out for a cup of coffee, for a drive, because you are exploring me. I said, and you are exploring me. It works both ways. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. So you need to know the one that you say that you love. Praise the Lord. You need to know who Jesus is. You need to know, praise the Lord, in good times and bad times, you need to know him. You need to call upon his name. In good times, pastor was talking about that this morning. Don't just go to him when things are going right. When things are going good, you continue, praise the Lord. Because when you seek him early, you shall find him. You go to Jesus before everything goes bad and worse. You go to Jesus when everything is good. When you have good health, when you have a full fridge, when you have a full car with petrol in it, you got to go to Jesus. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for meeting with my need today. You need to go to Jesus. You need to know him. Praise the Lord. Oh, God. Now, I bring a person, hallelujah, that doesn't really know who Jesus is. But he knew who Jehovah is. He knew who Jehovah is. And this man's name is Saul. He only knows Jehovah. The Old Testament. Praise the Lord. But he didn't know who Jesus is. On his way to Damascus Road, God appeared unto him. Because God knew the heart of Saul. 
he appeared unto him and the life fell from his horse on the ground. A voice came. Saul, Saul, why art thou persecutest me? And the voice and the answer came. I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. He revealed himself to Saul that changed his whole life around. He revealed himself. So when you have the revelation of who Jesus is, it will turn you right around. If you're going the wrong way, if you're doing the wrong thing, everything else, when you know who Jesus is and receive the revelation, you will never go back. Praise the Lord. Amen. Who art thou, Lord? Who art thou, Adonai? I am Jesus. You see, Saul was expecting to hear, I am Jehovah. But Saul didn't know. He didn't know that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus, our salvation in the new. That's why Jesus had to reveal himself to Saul. And say to him, I am Jesus, the Jehovah of the Old Testament. I am that in the New Testament. I am Jesus. Praise the Lord. What happened to the man that arrest all Christians that call on that name? The very next day after he got converted, he started preaching the name of Jesus. And the man, the people were amazed. Hey, isn't this the same man? That uh, arrest Christian that call on that name? Yes, the same man. But he's a changed man. You know why? Because now he know who Jesus is. <laughs> because when you know who Jesus is, you will turn around. You will turn around and walk the right way. The way Jesus wants you to walk. Not your own way. Not any man's way. Not your parents' way. But Jesus' way. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. You follow Jesus. You know Jesus. You know the way. You know the truth. And when you know the truth, the truth shall make you free. Jesus is the truth. And he's the one that will set you free. If you're bound by nicotine, you're bound by drugs. You are bound by alcohol. You are bound by everything that the world offers you. Let me introduce to you the best help. And his name is Jesus today. It's Jesus today. It's never too late for you to turn around. Turn around and say, God, I need help. God, I need you. Take away your pride. Pride will hold you back. Take away your pride and say, God, I need you today. I need you. You know why? God loves you. Jesus loves you. He doesn't hate you. Even though you're smoking and doing drugs or whatever, but God still loves you. He still loves you. All you got to do is make up your mind. And say, Jesus, here am I. Here am I, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. 
He is a good God. When you want to know him, you got to spend time with him. You know, sometimes, ladies, we can be doing our vacuum cleaning, doing our washing, doing our shopping. Praise the Lord. And the Holy Ghost is putting an unction in your heart. He's drawing you to himself. And he's saying, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. You give excuses. Oh, I'll come to you, Lord, in the afternoon when I'm free. Now, when you are busy in your own time, that's a time when you need him. Behold, I stand at the door. Revelation 3.20. And knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. Sup with him and he with me. Sup is he wants the fellowship with you. From the beginning, after he created Adam, praise the Lord and Eve, he wants to come back and fellowship with them. But that particular day he came back for fellowship, he couldn't find them there. They're not there, but he knew where they were, but he came back and he was calling to Adam, Adam! Adam, where are you? I came back to fellowship with you today, but you're not here. I came back to come and fellowship with you in prayer. Praise the Lord. I know that Brother Stan and Brother Barna comes here to pray. Praise the Lord. God is coming, praise the Lord, to Adam and call on him. You know that voice? Is the voice of love, conviction. God will convict you and me with that voice. He's calling you by name. He knows your name. He knows your name. Praise the Lord. That's why he called on Adam. Adam, where are you? Lord, God, I heard your voice and I was afraid and I hid myself. The best time for you to come to Jesus. It's when you do something wrong. That's the best day for you to come to him. God, I fail you today. But instead of that, you hide away from the church. You don't come back to church because you listen to the voice of the liar. He's telling you, no, 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 don't go back to church. They know what you've done. Hey, God is saying, praise the Lord to you. Come, come, come to me. Praise the Lord. God is calling somebody this morning, come to me. Don't go back to the world. The world will never help you. The world will never meet with your need. The world will never heal you. But Jesus will. Jesus will. Spiritually, physically, mentally, praise the Lord. Financially, emotionally, Jesus is the one that will heal you. So the encounter that Saul had with Jesus on the road to Damascus changed his whole life around. You read the story. It's a beautiful story of how Saul changed. He knew Jehovah, but he did not know Jesus. So Jesus had to reveal himself to Saul. Why? Because God has a calling upon his life. You need to know God. When you have the calling of God in your life, you need to know him. 
You need to trust him. You need to believe in him. Don't put your trust in men, in chariots, in horses. But you've got to put your trust in almighty God. Because he is God. He is your strength. He is your everything. Praise the Lord. I love that story of Saul. Who art thou, Lord? I am Jesus. Knowing Jesus gives us the courage and boldness to stand and overcome. Because if you do not know who Jesus is, you do not have Jesus in your life. You can call on the name of Jesus as much as you want. The devil knows you don't know Jesus. You don't have Jesus in your life. So if you don't have Jesus in your life sitting here this morning, you need to have Jesus in your life. You need to put on Jesus in your life. They that put on Christ, they that are baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Praise the Lord. Like you put on your garment, your shirt, your dress when you come to church. You need to put on Jesus in your life in order for the devil to see you. Oh no, they're covered. They have the name. They're covered by the blood. When you have the name of Jesus, praise the Lord, in your life, you're automatically covered by the precious blood of the Lamb that was slain on Calvary. Praise the Lord. The Lamb of the Lord. John said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He's talking about Jesus. Jesus was walking towards him. Do you know who's walking with you this morning? Do you really know who's walking with you? I want to know him. I want to fall in love with him. I want to touch him. I want to go to sleep with him. I want to go for a drive with him. Everything I do, I want to do it with Jesus. Because I can do it on my own. But I have a God and his name is Jesus. Who can do all things. Praise the Lord. In 1 John chapter 4 verse 4. When you have Jesus inside of you, you are boldly saying to yourself or to the devil, greater is he that is in you or in me than he that is in the world. Can you boldly say that? When you know Jesus, you can boldly say that. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Because he's the one that does everything for you and me. Oh, hallelujah. When you know Jesus, you will love him. When you love him, you will trust and obey him. And you will grow and bear fruit. You know why people don't grow in their relationship with God? They don't know who God is. Simple. It all comes down to that. I'm still here today because I know who Jesus is. In good times and in bad times. When I fail God, the voice of God echoes. You can do it. You get up and keep on following me. You get up. You can do it. When Brother Sam, my late husband, passed away, was sitting in the hospital at the palliative care in Canterbury Hospital in Sydney. Brother Downs and everybody 
got out of the room. He said, I want you to spend some time with Sam's body. So I was sitting there. What can I say? God has taken him. And one question I asked the Lord. Lord, you've taken your servant. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? Because I'm used to serving the man of God. Spiritually, physically, everything. I'm used to serving the man of God. Then that day I asked God a question. What am I going to do? I listened to the voice of God in my spirit. And he clearly said to me, Brother Stan, just follow me. That's all God said. Nothing else. He said to me, just follow me. So, I'm still following the Lord. Do you want to be my disciple? You take up your cross every day and follow me. You got to follow Jesus. You got to know Jesus. When you know Jesus, you will follow him. You will not follow man. We don't follow man. No. You know what they said? to the disciples. Did we tell you that you should not teach in this name no more? Because your teaching, your doctrine has covered Jerusalem. And they said, we would rather please God than man. You know, when you follow man, you're pleasing man. You gotta follow Jesus because he is the right one to follow. He is the only one to follow. Because he's got everything that you need and I need. So just follow me, Jesus said to me. In good times and bad times, I'm still following the master. Oh, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Do you love the Lord this morning? Just lift your hands up and worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. They that know their God shall be what? Strong and do exploits. When you know your God, you will be strong. People will look at you and say, wow, they're going through that. Now they're going through that again. Their children, they are in prison. You know, his wife is this and that or everything else. But they still serve the Lord. They're still worshiping the Lord. When you know who Jesus is, in good times, in bad times. Not only good times. Not when you have the bed of roses in front of your house. No. God didn't promise us a rosy road when we are following him. But he promised us. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When you know who Jesus is, hallelujah, you will know his word and you will keep his word. You will love his word. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Your parents will forsake you. Everybody else will forsake you. But Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's why I'm bringing Jesus today. Do you really know who Jesus is this morning? You got to know him for yourself. Know God, know Jesus for yourself. Praise the Lord. In Job chapter 19 verse 25. I know when Job was going through 
you know, turmoil and everything else, a storm. In his own family, his friends, they come to him. They speak negative words. Hallelujah. His own wife, why don't you just curse God and die? He said to his wife, you have spoken like a stupid woman, like a foolish woman. We will say those kind of words if we do not know who God is. But Job kept his integrity with God. And then he said in this scripture, For I know that my Redeemer liveth. Job knows that his God is alive. We're not serving a dead God. We're not serving a dead deity. No, we're serving a living God. A living God. Hallelujah. He is the living word. He is the living water. He is alive. We're serving a God that is alive. You got to tell somebody, hey, my God is alive. You're going through this and you're going through that and you're serving the Lord. Hey, let me tell you something. God is not a dead God. He is alive. Jesus was dead and he was alive again and alive forevermore. You see, our Jesus resurrected himself. He doesn't need anybody else to come and resurrect him. He resurrected himself, sir. Because he is God himself. When you know Jesus, you know God. Oh, hallelujah. If you are dead in your relationship with God today, you're dead in your prayer life, you're dead in your spiritual life today, it's about time that you get up and you tell yourself, my God is alive. I can do it. I can walk towards him. You have a God today. I always sing that song to Brother Barner. I have a God. I have a God who with his angels cover me. I have a God. I have a God and my God cannot fail. I have a God. I have a God. For when I'm sick and when I'm feeling well, I have a God. I have a God and my God cannot fail. I have a God. So when you're sick, when you're down, when you feel like throwing in the towel and give it all up, I'm not going to follow no more, you sing that a couple of times you will realize that God will lift you up. Because you have a God. I have a God. Job said, for I know that my Redeemer liveth. When we go through the water, in the fire, in the storm, God is there. Jesus is there. Can we really say, I know my Redeemer liveth, when you're going through all of that? When you know Jesus, you will know that he is the Father. Because Jesus is the Father. John 5, 43. 
I come in my Father's name. So the name of the Father is Jesus. When you know the Father, when you know Jesus, you know the Father. When you know Jesus, you know the Son. Mark chapter 1 verse 1. The gospel. Praise the Lord of Jesus Christ. The Son of God. When you know Jesus, you know who the Son is. Praise the Lord. When you know Jesus, you know the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. In, uh, in John, praise the Lord. He tells us today. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. The Holy Ghost. The Comforter. Which is the Holy Ghost. Whom the Father will send in my name. Who is talking there? Jesus. The Comforter. Which is the Holy Ghost. Whom the Father will send in my name. So the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. The name of the Father is Jesus. You can never go wrong with the name of Jesus. Because when you mention Jesus, you mention everything. Oh, hallelujah. Because Jesus is all of that. Father is the Son and He's the Holy Ghost. Isaiah 7.14, He is Emmanuel. Wow. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called. Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Who is this? It's Jesus. It's the boy that is going to be born in Bethlehem. He is, praise the Lord, all of that. So when you know Jesus, you know all of that. Oh, hallelujah. He is the everlasting Father. When you're not having peace in your home, when you have sleepless night, God, he is the Prince of Peace. He will bring peace to you. All you do is call on the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is the Savior. He is our deliverer. He is our healer. He is the line of the tribe of Judah. You know, they put Daniel in the lion's den. They put Daniel in the lion's den. And then when he reached the bottom, the lion in there, they shut their mouth. Hey, here comes the one that believes in one God. They shut their mouth. The God that he served is the lion of the tribe of Judah. As I'm coming to the close this morning, as we all stand, oh, hallelujah, God. You know Jesus, you know God. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. And we know that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. We are in him that is true, 
in his son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. So Jesus Christ is eternal life. Jesus Christ is God himself. You cannot see God any other way, but you can only see God in Jesus. Philip said, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. And he said, Philip, you've been with me all this time and you're asking me, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Philip, whoever that has seen me has seen Jesus, has seen the Father. Right there, he revealed to Philip who the Father is. He is the Father. Praise the Lord. The woman of Samaria. Praise the Lord. In John, praise the Lord, chapter 4, talks about the conversation at the well. You know why? Because God knows the heart of the Samaritan woman. You can be a Samaritan woman sitting in the church today. You do not know who Messiah is. So Jesus started the conversation with, give me water to drink. And she said, how can you, being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, to give you drink? Because Samaritan and Jew got no dealings together. And Jesus said to him, If you know the gift of God, if you know the gift of God, Jesus said to her, What does the Bible say? In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, The wages of sin is death but the gift of God the gift of God right there is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord praise the Lord you want to have eternal life you want to go to heaven you want your sins washed away praise the Lord you've got to come through Jesus because he is all of that oh he is all of that She said, when Messiah's come, he will tell us all things. When Messiah come, I like that, sir. <laughs> he was telling the Messiah without knowing the Messiah is talking with her. When Messiah's come, he will tell us everything. And Messiah turns to her and said, he that speaketh unto thee, am he so if you do not know Jesus this morning you need to know him he is the Messiah he is the Lord of Lords he is the King of Kings he is Jehovah Jireh he is Jehovah Sidkanu he is Jehovah Rapha oh hallelujah Jesus Jesus is everything oh hallelujah for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead body.